The crawl began over Florida, Hurricane Ian coming ashore. With the storm at Category 4, the announcement made in many places along the western Gulf Coast. It was too late to evacuate. Ominous words, shelter in place. Millions of Floridians were ordered to evacuate, and of course there were always some who refused to leave. The damage is catastrophic. Flooding rainfall became the next major threat. The hurricane intense, but that has no bearing on how much freshwater flooding it can produce. That's the leading cause of casualties and deaths in recent years in tropical cyclones. Storm surge and tropical storm alerts now up for Georgia and the Carolinas. In Cuba, where Ian first hit in the West, the entire country went dark, 11.5 million without power. One pastor telling us yesterday before his cell phone died, how much darker can it get? How much more can we take? What a time to pray. What needs can we help meet? Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And this is a special program we're calling Comfort in the Storm. In Florida, rescue operations are underway. Damage is being assessed. So many people without power and places they used to call home. In Cuba, can you even imagine? An entire country, the largest island in the Caribbean, went down. The already troubled electrical grid completely collapsed. Communications, for the most part, out. We managed to reach our producer in Cuba, Jennifer Ludford, briefly. And we'll hear from her on this blackout in a few minutes. Meanwhile, in Florida, Moody Radio covers most of the population in the Sunshine State. For 25 years, Kate Brewington has been on the air, providing comfort for Moody Radio Florida listeners. Kate, you've been through many of these storms before. Why don't you talk to me about getting ready for a hurricane? You know, Charles, in two and a half decades, I've learned the best thing to do is be prepared, over-prepared even. Get water, non-perishable food, a sturdy structure, closed-toed shoes, and a manual can opener. The more prepared I am, the better I feel. And if I've done all I can do, the rest lies in God's hands. And then I'm as safe as I can be. One of the things, Kate, that I so appreciate about you as a Christian morning show host is how prayer figures heavily into every program you ever do. So, Kate, would you mind leading us all, wherever we are, to pray for those affected by this storm? And even pray for Puerto Rico and Cuba, and especially for the people that you minister to in Central and the West Coast of Florida. I'd be happy to pray. We'll be praying a lot. (laughs) Amen. Dear Father, you are so good to us. You are merciful and powerful. And I pray that this storm would remind us, as big as it is and as strong as it will feel to us, we know you are so much bigger, so much more powerful. We pray, Father, for all the island nations that are being pummeled, all the people there who are being left without power or food or resources because everything literally blew away. We just lift them up to you, Father. And we pray for all the people along the coast of Florida as well who are waiting, anticipating, hoping to be safe. We just pray, Father, in your mercy, 
We leave our lives in your hands. We know that is the safe place. We pray for all those who were fearful. We just pray they would put their trust in you, that we would hope and pray in you. We know we have seen miracles done by you before, and we are so grateful that you are that good to us. We pray, Father, that you would deploy the church to be your hands and feet, that the people who are affected by these storms will know that you love them through the generosity and compassion of your people. We just pray, Father, again for your mercy, for protection on all life, because you are good, Father. Whether the storm comes our way or not, we are trusting you, even if we are trusting you. And we thank you, Father, that we can. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Kate Brewington with Moody Radio Florida, hunkered down at the radio station there in St. Petersburg, not too far from the Gulf Coast. Thank you for leading us in prayer. Now let's open with a song we all need to hear, especially if you're listening in Florida. My foes are many, they rise against me. But I will hold my ground I will not fear the war I will not fear the storm My help is on the way My help is on the way Stanfield, and a song called Always, opening this haven today. I'm Charles Morris. We're calling the program Comfort in the Storm. 
Yesterday, we heard from our Cuban producer, Jennifer Ledford. She updated us on the devastation in the western part of her country when Ian came through, but also how her city of Havana, the capital, saw some damage as well. Well, that was before the entire power grid of her country went down. Thankfully, just before her cell phone died, she sent us an update in the middle of the night about the power grid and what she's seeing on the ground in Havana right now. Take a listen. Right now in Havana and in a big part of the country, in Cuba, we are in the blackout. The blackout started yesterday at 5 p.m. and the electric service hasn't been restored this far. I just received some news from friend of ours from church, from my relatives, and they say that some people are in blackout since Monday in the morning. So apparently in the wake of the hurricane, of course, it affected deeply the power grid. So we have no guarantee that the power will be restored today. And also, they say that they have a very poor signal and reception from their cell phones because apparently the blackout has also affected the signal and the reception of the phone service. So the blackout also has affected in large scale, in large scale the water supply because I don't know if you maybe I might be aware or not, but several uh, areas in Havana need the electricity so they can get the water, the, the water flowing. And in many buildings, they received the, the water in their tanks, in their houses, through the machines. Of course, they work with electricity. And with no power, of course, they have no way to receive water. So please keep us in your prayers, because this blackout, the longer it lasts, the more will affect us in many ways, not only in, not only because of the heat, the food conservation perhaps, but also will affect all the rest of the areas. And of course, many hospitals won't be able to function properly because of the lack of power. So please keep us in your prayers. You're listening to Haven Today, and I'm Charles Morris, and we're calling this special program, Comfort in the Storm. And you heard just a little bit more from our producer, Jennifer Ledford, who's there in Cuba, just after the lights went out. And they flickered back on, but power is still a concern across the entire country right now. If you're listening to us in Florida, stay safe. And if you can help, please do so. Offer help through your local church or give through a trusted organization making a difference. If you're outside Florida, I'd like to ask for your help for Cuba. We're partnering with a Christian ministry in Cuba, which is on the ground providing safe water systems to people left without clean water, shelter, food, and even electricity. We're not naming the Christian nonprofit for diplomatic reasons, but here's what makes this safe water program unique. They only work through evangelical churches to offer safe water systems housed at the church and churches who promise to share living water with their community. Water to drink, living water through Jesus, a perfect combination. Every $50 you send provides safe water and living water to a family of five for a year. 
Call us or go online to give safe water and living water. And when you do call, just tell us how much you're giving for water. And then tell us how much you want to help our Spanish broadcast, El Faro, that covers all of Cuba daily with the good news of Jesus Christ. Our number is 865-HAVEN. 865-HAVEN. Or check out pictures of the safe water systems already installed in evangelical churches. Our web address is haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. I want to speak directly to those in Florida who are suffering at this moment. And this is a message for really everyone, really. But I want to encourage those in Florida with good news. Yes, I've seen the devastation from Hurricane Ian. I've seen pictures, video. I've heard firsthand accounts. I see how lives have been uprooted and lives will be forever changed. Some people have died. The destruction is great. But even in the midst of a horrific storm, we can find hope in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He has power. He has authority over all things. And when he gives the orders, everything obeys. The demons, the diseases, the disciples, even the wind and the waves obey him. And that's why I want to look at a story that differentiates Jesus from all other authority. And it begins in Matthew 8, when he was getting into the boat with his disciples. He ordered his disciples to get in the boat already. They did that. They launched the boat. And that's what it means to be a disciple, launching off in obedience to Christ. No guarantees of smooth sailing. But as they sailed, Matthew wrote that suddenly a furious storm came up on the lake. That's the Sea of Galilee. When we were in Israel a few years ago, we took a boat ride on the Sea of Galilee, and it was as smooth as glass. The sun was glinting off the ripples. You could imagine someone walking on the surface. But it wasn't like that, that night for the disciples. And life is not always like that for any of us. Storms come suddenly in the lives of Christ's followers. The seas suddenly rise up over us in a towering wall and crash down on us again and again until there is so much water in our boats that we think we're going to sink. And where was Jesus back then? Matthew tells us he was sleeping in the boat. And so the disciples went and woke him up saying, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. And that's when Jesus replied, you of little faith, why are you so afraid? And then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. Those disciples were amazed. They asked, what kind of man is this? Even the winds and the waves obey him. He was in a deep sleep, dead to the world, exhausted from all the power and love that he had been pouring out on other people. Well, one of the most beautiful things about this story is how you see both the humanity of Jesus and the divinity of Jesus Christ. He's the son of man who has no place to lay his head, no home of his own in this world, who makes do with a damp boat bottom, a little fishing boat, just like he made do when he was born 
and laid in a feeding trough in a stable in Bethlehem. A very human man, subject to human limitations of bodily endurance. And he was enduring this hardship with all the great suffering to come. For us, for the ones he loves, he took on our flesh and became one of us. He was a man. And yet when the disciples woke him up from his sleep, he spoke and the waves obeyed. One word, no prayer, no rod like Moses. He was a master commanding his servant. He was the creator ruling over his creation. His divinity was glorious. That's the Christ we know as believers. That's the Christ who's with us in the boat when our storms rise up. He didn't stop being God when he took on our flesh. He didn't stop being human when he ascended into heaven. He took our humanity into glory. And one day he will transform our lowly bodies so they will be like his glorious body. So the storm was raging. Jesus was asleep. The disciples were terrified and they cried out, Lord, save us. Just three desperate words from out-of-breath men who were frantic, men of the sea, fishermen, who knew this storm was no joke. And Jesus woke up. And what did he say? You of little faith, why are you so afraid? And then he rebuked the waves. And rebuke means to express sharp disapproval. And then after that, all was calm. But it was a calm filled with amazement. The disciples were speechless. They just looked at him with awe. Who is this man? Even the wind and the waves obey this man. This is the Jesus we have with us. He is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Now let's be clear about what this story is saying about how we handle storms, whether it's Ian or whether it's anything else. This story is not just telling us we should be able to handle the waves. That's not what he's asking from us. He's asking us to trust in him, to put our faith in him. This story is not telling us we shouldn't shake his shoulder and say, Lord, help me. Asking for his help is the very essence of our expressing faith. And we can see how completely capable he is of handling our storms. This story is not telling us he won't help us unless we have a strong faith. Clearly, that wasn't the message. Jesus rebuked them for their little faith, and yet notice he calmed the storm. We don't have to be afraid that he won't help us if our faith isn't strong enough. He's going to. But the main thing this story is telling us is that Jesus is with us. We can be at peace even when the storm continues to rage. We don't have to be afraid of storms because he is there with us and we are not alone. Why did you doubt? Jesus asked. Well, this story is telling us that as believers in Christ Jesus, we live our lives in the very presence of the Lord. He is with us. We can know, we can experience the peace of having Jesus with us 
even in the storms. His powerful presence surrounds us. He has everything under control, and we should anchor our lives in Him alone.
Christine Alfitz, my anchor here in this haven today, comfort in the storm. As our time is soon over, would you join me in making a kingdom difference in Hurricane Ian relief for Cuba? Pray for Florida, of course. If you're in Florida, give in Florida. But every dollar, if you're elsewhere, that you can send for water will provide safe water to a family in Cuba of five for a year. The water systems are housed in churches committed to not just offering safe water for their community, but at the same time offering living water in Jesus Christ. What a way for Christians to make an impact for the gospel. Call us right now or give online right now. Let us know how much you want to give for water and then how much for our Spanish broadcast, El Faro, which is still, even with the hurricane, sharing Christ Jesus every day all across the island. They need safe water, but even more, they need the living water that only Jesus Christ provides. Our number to call right now is 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN. Or give online and check out pictures of water systems already installed on the island nation of Cuba. Haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. And you can still get copies of the book, Our Faithful Queen, on our website or by calling our toll-free number. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks so much for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow? When again, we'll be sharing together this great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Your eyes can tell the difference between more than 10 million colors, the equivalent of a 576 megapixel camera. But having eyes doesn't mean you can see. Like in John 9, Jesus giving sight to the blind man and the Pharisees simply refusing to believe that Jesus had actually performed that miracle. Listen to the way that Jesus responded to them. For judgment I have come into this world so that the blind will see and those who see will become blind. Spiritual sight is something only God can give and we need it to behold, to believe, ultimately to walk with Jesus. Invest in your walk with God today with Anchor Devotional. Get it in print at getanchor.com.